Hello, I'm Ren Ferguson. I'm one of the ministers here at the Collinsville Troy Church of Christ, and I'm glad that you have joined us today as we are continuing our study of the book of Matthew, and today we are in chapter 23. Now, the majority of this chapter, in fact, the first uh, 36 verses, is Jesus pronouncing judgment on the scribes and the Pharisees and the Jews uh, in general. And throughout this passage, he is pointing out all of the wickedness that uh, they were guilty of. And in verse 5, one of the first things that he points out is something that we noticed in chapter 6, is they do all their deeds to be seen by others, for they make their phylacteries broad and their fringes long. They really loved the attention of people. And as Jesus explains later in this, they were not so much as focused on actually doing what was right, but rather seeming as if they were doing what was right. They wanted all of the attention, they wanted all of the praise and all of the honor that came along with being righteous and in this position that they had, but inwardly they were not really righteous. Inwardly they were corrupt. They wanted to do these things simply to be seen by men and not to be pleasing to the Lord. Uh, in the following verses in verse uh, 12, he says, Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Some of the things we talked about earlier, uh, a couple of times already, whenever James and John uh, were asking who was going to be the greatest, that one would sit at his right hand and the other at the left, when the disciples were arguing about, again, who was going to be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, all of these things, and Jesus is reminding them again that we need to humble ourselves, and if we do, God will exalt us, as Peter tells us, in due time. But the Pharisees and the scribes, they wanted this honor, they wanted this praise here on this earth. And because of that, they puffed themselves up. They did all of these things to be seen by people. And Jesus is saying there's going to come a time where they are going to be humbled. In verse 13, he says, But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you shut the kingdom of heaven in people's faces, for you neither enter yourselves nor allow those who would enter to go in. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you travel across the sea and land to make a single proselyte. And when he becomes a proselyte, you make him twice as much a child of hell as yours. The Pharisees were so really blinded by their traditions. And by their own laws and their own commands, they never really did convert anybody to God. They just converted them to their own traditions. They didn't ever really show anyone the truth, show anyone what it was that God really wanted of them. They were just trying to cultivate a following, if you will, to bring people to their traditions, to bring people kind of under their thumb. And in verse 16, Woe to you blind guides who say, If anyone swears by the temple, it is nothing. But if anyone swears by the gold of the temple, he is bound by his oath. You blind fools, for which is greater, the gold or the temple that has made the gold sacred? And he continues on with a couple of different examples. But here Jesus is highlighting the fact that they lost sight of what really mattered. Again, because of their traditions, they were blinded by their traditions. They had become so focused on those things, they lost sight of the things that really mattered. So much so that they were saying, if you swear by the temple, that's fine. But if you swear by the gold that covers the temple, well, then you're bound by that oath. 
And he's saying that's sold, sold backwards because it's the temple itself that makes the, the gold uh, holy. It's the, the temple itself that has made the gold sacred. They had become so backwards in their thinking that again, they lost sight of the things that actually matter. And he hits that again. If you look at verse 23, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you tithe mint and dill and cumin and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice and mercy and faithfulness. These you ought to have done without neglecting the others. They again were so bound by their traditions. They were so focused on this checklist. Yes, okay, I've tithed of every little thing that I have. But they overlooked so many things that were so important. Now, Jesus is not saying that they were to forget about tithing. He was not saying that tithing was unimportant for the Jews. And as he says at the end of verse 23, these you ought to have done without neglecting the others. They were so focused on this checklist that they forgot about all the other things that they needed to do, like love and mercy and justice. Again, their traditions had blinded them. And in verse 25, he says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you clean the outside of the cup, the cup and the plate, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. You blind Pharisees, first clean the, clean the inside of the cup and the plate, that the outside also may be clean. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs, which outwardly appear beautiful, but within are full of dead people's bones and all uncleanness. So you also outwardly appear righteous to others, but within you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Again, throughout this chapter, Jesus is really bringing attention to the fact that, again, they had become so backwards in their thinking. They had begun to focus on things that, though they were important and needed to be done, such as tithing, they began to focus so heavily on those that they were leaving other things undone. And not only that, as he points out here, going to back to what we talked about at the beginning of this chapter, they wanted to appear righteous. Though inwardly they were not actually righteous, they just wanted to seem to other people as if they were. And again, receive all of the praise and glory and accolades that came with that in that day and age. And Jesus is saying, you need to check yourself. You need to make sure that inwardly you are righteous. Not doing these things to be seen by people, but make sure that you are righteous inside. And so in the first 36 verses, and there's a lot of other things that we just simply don't have time uh, to get into a lot of different details and things like that. But in these first 36 verses, Jesus again is pronouncing that judgment on them because their hearts had, had gone so far away from the Lord. They were so focused on their traditions. They had become so convoluted and backwards and, and were outwardly righteous but inwardly wicked and destitute. And then at the end of this chapter... After he has pronounced all of this judgment and he has called them hypocrite time and time again and, and he is, he's really just kind of laid into them. In verse 37, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often would I have gathered your children together as, hen, as a hen gathers her brood under her wings and you were not willing. Even though they had done all of these things, 
and were living such wicked lives, Jesus, as he says, time and time again, would have brought them under his wing. He would have received them to himself once again, but they weren't willing. They didn't want to change. They didn't want to believe in him. They didn't want to do what, what he commanded them to do. But And because of that, they were going to be punished. It says in verse 38, See, your house is left to you desolate. For I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Verse 23, or chapter 23, rather, Jesus is pronouncing this judgment upon the Jews because they had, again, just become so backward in, in their view of the law of Moses and in their view of their relationship with God. And Jesus reminds them time and time again he would have been willing to forgive them. He would have been willing to receive them back to himself. But because of their wickedness, their hard-heartedness, their arrogance, and their vanity, they refused to become obedient to him. And so that's what we have in, in chapter 23. So if you will, come back tomorrow as we look at chapter 24. Thank you so much for your time and for your attention here today.